0: Hello my baddies. Welcome. This week has us feeling like it is time to get ready because I've had enough. I've seen it all. I see it now. I got the eye of the tiger fighter dancing through the fire because I'm a champion. And you know what? You are gonna hear me roar. Yup, we're talking about the full moon in Leo is making her appearance this week. I'm going to get into all of that and what it means for you. In a moment. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. How are you doing? I am your cosmic consultant. I am your high vibe hype woman, your spiritual bestie, Maddie Murphy, and we're going to do what we always do, and break down what the heck is going on above and how it affects us here below. If you're a new listener, welcome, come on in. We're about to get Cosmic AF. Quick announcement before I get into all of the yummy astrology goodies for the week. As you know, we've changed our review and rating system. We are giving away a weekly baddie bundle to someone who leaves us a review. That is three free months to our cosmic community. Uh, where we do live moon circles, coaching calls, healing circles, our moon guide, three months to our daily texts, and our real self-love course. So this week's winner, Taylor Humphrey on Instagram, congratulations if you want to be entered to win. Just submit your review on Apple, leave your Instagram name in the review, or if you use Spotify, Send us a screenshot via DM. Oh my goodness, I have so much to talk about Spotify and the astrology of what's happening right now. We'll talk about that later. I also want to shout out Taylor. Not only was her review amazing, her journey sounds so powerful. She wrote two things in the review that just tickled me pink. She wrote, if astrology isn't real, how am I healing? Oh, that just... We're taking that, we're posting that, we're giving you credit. That hit me right in my heart. And she also coined the term uh, a baddiversary, one year of being a cosmic baddie with us, which just, I was like, damn, Taylor, you're a word witch. We love you. So speaking of if astrology isn't real, we're going to talk about our first segment. We go in, we look at what's happening in the week behind, and we talk about how is it affected by the planet's. How is it affected by the cosmos? I always like to do this because, one, it's really satisfying. Two, it really helps bring astrology to life. And this is one of the main ways that I started to understand transits. Personal astrology is amazing, horoscopes and our birth chart, but understanding collective astrology, damn, that is where we start feeling like powerful AF and can really understand trends and cycles and patterns and just give it all some meaning. So, one, the first if astrology isn't real moment was submitted in my Instagram DM. And I thought it was a great point. Talked about that we entered the year of the water tiger uh, in Lunar, in Lunar New Year. And said, if astrology isn't real, then why are the Bengals, a team I have literally never heard of or talked about, going to the Super Bowl? Damn. I was like, you're so right. So congratulations to the Bengals. And I was thinking a lot about if astrology isn't real. I saw there were some more Mercury retrograde fails. I think Elon Musk had something that like just did not take off. I don't really understand. I don't care to really talk about that man too much. But I will say that after talking to a lot of my community members and just recapping all of our Mercury retrograde stories, like smart business owners, people who are leading big corporations, like hire yourself an astrologer. You're gonna save so much time and money. Okay. All right. All right, Mr. Musk. You are possibly part alien, but you still may need an astrologer helping you out. I've seen so many of astrology isn't real moments in pop culture this week. I was watching Euphoria and, like, I have mixed feelings about watching it I'm like, this is weird watching this much stuff about high school kids. Pretty, you know, dark, but it, it's really well done. And, you know, some of these kids on the show are acting their damn asses off, like Zendaya, get that girl a freaking Emmy it's really become like a cultural touchstone right now. And Jupiter and Neptune are in Pisces and the lunar nodes are in Taurus Scorpio. And one of the things we talk about with Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces, the shadow energy is really about like drugs and addiction and escapism. And Taurus Scorpio also deals with drugs and pleasure seeking, also deals with sex and relationships, shadow, deep emotional wounds, trauma. And I'm just watching the show like, yup, this is just astrology really helps us understand what we're feeling. And I find like pop culture, arts, what's happening out there helps us understand how our collective conscious is processing that. There's a whole thing with Joe Rogan and Spotify. I think I'm just going to make a TikTok about that and you could follow it because I don't want to take up too much time here. So go follow me on TikTok. I'm actually recording this podcast live on TikTok today, doing a little behind the scenes action. So if you don't follow me there, come check it out. But yeah, we're having very like literal astrology again, especially with this North known Taurus, South known Scorpio. Let's get into the moon report, okay? I need my little, who's that someone out there who can make me a little sound effect to be like, shifting gears, boop boop weather report. This is where I just break down for you the emotional weather of the week ahead, this helps you really understand your internal world. Because with astrology, there's so many moving parts. If you're new to astrology, work with the moon. The moon is the gateway. The moon is our cosmic umbilical cord, helps us understand so much about ourselves, so much about transits in general, because the moon touches and hangs out in every sign every month. So you can really begin to understand how certain signs feel in your chart. Like what does Aries energy feel like versus Aquarius energy? And this really helps us understand and how to take care of our internal landscape. So pen and paper out Friday. We have the moon is in Gemini. It's currently there at the time of this recording. It'll be finishing up her stay in the sign of the twins. It'll be there until 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I forgot to mention this on the pod last week, so much to talk about, so little time, but this is our first official Gemini moon that hasn't been flavored by eclipse energy because of the North Node since May 2020, June 2020, meaning that Gemini energy can sometimes translate and make us feel very anxious, very like fast moving mind, but fast moving in like a frenetic way, dare I say a crazy way, dare I say like... You know the overthinking or not being able to focus. Basically, like how I live a lot of my life. An adult who went, you know, with undiagnosed ADHD for way too long, <laughs> but now the energy is a little cleaner. Okay, the Gemini moon energy. It's still fast thinking, but it's a little bit more focused. It's a little bit more grounded. I really felt that this week. So Friday, take advantage of this. Use this time to write, to speak, to pitch something. If you're looking to have a hard conversation with someone. I would say, do it. The astrology is very supportive of that. Uh, Mercury is still in retro shade, but that's fine. So those are the do's, don'ts. Gemini moon days, I always like to say, don't put too much on your plate. Know when to say no. Use some discernment, right? Like We don't have to say yes to everything. Gemini moon's like biggest ailment sometimes is FOMO. So we got to celebrate the JOMO, the joy of missing out under Gemini moon days. And then as we go into Friday night, The mood is right, we go into Cancer Moon energy and we have a whole Cancer Moon weekend and you know what that means. Yep, get out the gravity blankets, Mm mm-hmm. Get out the cozy, the good slippers. Cue up your favorite recipe at home or your Uber Eats or DoorDash. We're getting cozy, we're getting cozy. A winter Cancer Moon weekend is all about like nurturing yourself. It's like, how can you take your hands that are outreaching and helping other people and doing so much for other people and take those hands and put them back on your own heart? How can you nurture yourself, uh, nourish yourself, take care of you, tend to your emotional self, uh, like checking in, how am I doing? Am I carrying any energy or emotions that are not mine? If so, let's get rid of them. Let's take long baths. Let's like curl up with a good book. And maybe if you have anything you want to do around your house, cancer is very connected to our physical home. So home, you know, repairs, organizing, just, you know, decorating, cleaning, like clean talk. And I think they're called like Sunday reset TikToks are so satisfying to watch if you need some good inspiration. So that's through the weekend. Then Monday, the moon moves into Leo. So a happy full moon week to all my Leo moons out there. And I'll be talking more about how to work with the Leo moon and the full moon and what it means for us in terms of our manifestation and spiritual growth and embodiment. But in terms of just you and your emotional self, Leo moon day is like, yes, until like March, 2023, every Leo moon will be directly opposite Saturn, which is a little bit of a mm -hmm, boner killer. Sorry, mom. I know she listens to this podcast, but it is Saturn can be that in the best way possible. So across Leo moon, I would say those days, it's like, I think about Saturn as like the energy that helps us take radical responsibility and accountability for ourselves, have strong boundaries, so we can really stand in our power in a really clear way. So opposite the Leo moon, it's like, how can you choose Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday until 345 to make time for creative self-expression. How can you tap into the courage of your heart? You know, like maybe you have something you wanna say on your heart or do and act on it. Someone you want to, maybe even it's still Aquarius season, maybe you wanna speak up for something you're watching around you that doesn't quite sit right. Maybe you want to make boundaries around or create time to do things like play. Do something to rekindle your sense of awe and wonder in the world. Or Leo Moon is just like blow out your hair, put, do some curl it, curl it up, pay attention to your mane, all right? Give yourself a little crown massage. We're gonna look out for on Leo Moon just where we're like feeding into the drama of an old story that may not be around anymore, all right? Sometimes drama, even though we don't like it, it is kind of addicting. So we're just going to look out for, you know, just being curious, being the observer of things, not jumping down, you know, old narratives, old storylines that maybe are not part of our new script. I forgot to put a don't for cancer moon days. All right. You know what? Cancer moon days over the weekend, be aware of being passive aggressive. That's the cosmic Rx that cancer, I have cancer rising. I know this all too well. The mystical moonbeam cosmic crabby is like a crab when we're provoked. We tend to move side to side to avoid confrontation, but then bam, we lash out with that claw, with that pincher, and yeah, we all get hurt. So instead of moving side to side, if you're feeling something, don't be passive because it comes out aggressive. Just practice being direct. Brene Brown, an amazing Scorpio, you know, Dr. Brene Brown talks about, You know, clear is kind, unclear is unkind. So that's gonna be my Cancer Moon RX things to look out for. And then back to Wednesday and Thursday as we close out the moon report, the moon's in Virgo. So we're coming at the full moon. And here's the thing with full moons. They always show us something. They reveal something. They bring something to the surface. They show you, you know, where something may be completing That started six months ago, they may show you where something is coming to fruition. They may show you clarity, an idea, a revelation. You may just feel some new insight in an embodied, really experiential way. And then I want you on that Virgo moon to take some action with that. Whatever your download is, whatever the feeling is, Virgo moon's like, all right, now let's do something with it. Let's take action. Let's clarify this, you know, even more. Let's edit something out. Let's let's write that email that, you know, we got inspired to on the Leo moon. So we're going to do something. We're going to edit our lives. We're going to take action. And what we're going to look out for in Virgo moon days is being overly judgmental of ourselves or others, all right? Judgment is just a form of looking. For some sort of healing, inner child validating, and we judge others, we are totally 100% just judging a part of ourselves. I know this from my own experience. So if you find yourself judging someone, see where maybe that's something within yourself you want to integrate deeper, or just don't judge yourself if you're feeling hard on, you know, like, why did I mess this up? Why am I tired? Why am I not feeling well? Let's just practice a little radical cosmic self-compassion those days, shall we? Such a good practice, but especially when the moon is in the side of the maiden. Okay, so now shifting gears to our next segment. Bow, bow, bow. This is our planetary planning. So for the week ahead, we are feeling into the north node in Taurus is still there. I'm going to repeat this a lot. You're going to hear me so sick of saying this, but we're feeling it a lot playing out in our collective. We have Mercury's entering Aquarius on February 14th. I am laughing because like, listen, Valentine's Day, the concept of it, I think has some beautiful fundamental parts of it, but I think we all know it's like a, you know, sort of man-made, if you will, like manufactured, maybe a more commercialized holiday. We're all getting hep to that. But in case you needed another reason to understand that this holiday was definitely like forced upon us for someone's like material gain, Valentine's Day in Aquarius season, like, no, I'm sorry. Libra, Pisces, Taurus, I don't know. I I, just, I mean, I do know all relationships do need space and air science help us understand that space. But I just, every year I'm like, really, we're doing this now? Okay, sure. And right after that, and we have the Venus-Mars conjunction. So Venus is our planet of values and love and pleasure. It's the goddess planet, beauty, desire, everything that makes our heart melt, everything that makes our heart feel open, everything that makes us feel ooey and gooey and delicious. It's conjunct Mars. Mars is the planet of how we go after things, our divine ambition, our drive, our warrior energy, our fire, how we go out there and like get what we want. And those coming together, they are the planets in you know, traditional astrology we really associate with with relationships and love and understanding that, like love and sensuality. So this is a great day. Intimacy, intensity may abound. You might feel like you want to take your romance or relationships to the next level. Just enjoy, like go out there, ooh some raw charisma, sensuality a great day to channel uh, passion into art, music, dance. And if you're in a long-term relationship, this is a great energy to get clear on any commitments or long-term visions or goals with your significant other. And then that leads us right into this juicy, beautiful, regal, radiant, full moon, Leo, which we're going to talk about. So My full moon babies, my moon beams, the full moon in Leo is happening at 28 degrees Leo. So first of all, if any of you have 28 degrees Leo in your chart, it's about to get lit up. I mean, anything really, anything 19 degrees and up, you're going to be feeling this hard. And it goes down February 16th at 11.56 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So the themes under Leo Full Moon, what we're feeling come to the surface, what we're feeling like we want to embody, what we're feeling like we're having ahas around, around you know, our purpose, our, our heart's truth, our creativity, our sense of like the ability to hold space for playfulness and and fun, dare I say, and lightheartedness and love. And like I said, the childlike wonder in our lives and how we also bridge that with childlike wonder, but then also what we learn through a lifetime of growing up, also about like courage and leadership and how we take all that so we can really stand in our most sovereign self. Now, normally Leo full moons, Leo new moons, I'm like, it's so sexy, go out, put on your fringe mini skirt, like put on some disco sequence on your face and let's just get weird, let's get wild, let's do some karaoke. But then it's like these are all these moons until march 2023 are opposite saturn so we're actually yes we're being asked to roar we're being asked to remember that our heart is our supreme ruler but we're actually being asked to like really look at like creatively and authentically clear any blocks anything that's blocking our heart from being open whether that's to love whether that's to our purpose whether that's our truth whether that's to just feeling, all of the feels that come with like being human. And it's okay. We close off our heart, not because something's wrong with us, but because sometimes we have to close our heart just for survival, especially if you're sensitive, if you're empathetic, if you're someone who just deeply, deeply feels and experiences life, sometimes like, oh, I got to just close this down a little bit so I can just get by. But the beauty of getting older and the beauty of stepping into more of your power and going on this whole wild spiritual journey is you get to be like, actually, I can, I can open my heart. It feels safe for me to do that, right? It feels safe. And this is really imperative. We need to have all of you listening in your most open-hearted, like heart centered truth, all right? And living in that and practicing sacred self-expression. So I want you to go back first and foremost, and look at eight eight Lions Gate. This was a very powerful new moon. It was on the Lions Gate portal, which is a day I love live for, and a very emotional opposite Saturn. I feel like Saturn is helping us like just cleanse things from our heart by making us look at them, making us take responsibility for like being really true to our heart and practicing setting the boundaries that our heart needs so that we can stay open. Because even though we're open-hearted, boundaries really help with that. That's that like warrior energy, protecting the lover energy of our heart, right? So look at what happened back then for you. See, just look at your journal, your moon journal. I love doing this practice in our Cosmic Fit Club. Look back on your like photos, your social media, your emails, understand. and Be like, wow, like where was I at? and what may be, yeah, coming to fruition now, what may be fully ripened on the vine, if you will. And again, this is coming right after this Venus-Mars alignment. So just noticing like, wow, a lot has happened, a lot has transpired since August 8th. And so yeah, feel into that, take note of it. This is a great time to finalize creative plans or type any loose ends, put a creative project out in the world. And this just segues us into a really dreamy time in March, We're going to have, all the planets are going to be out of retrograde, I mean, out of retro shade. We just left retrograde February 3rd. March is going to be out of retro shade. So even more powerful, even more clear energy. The new moon in Pisces around March 5th, 6th is like such a gorgeous, dreamy, delicious time. So like this full moon in Leo, again, it's like you're entering a new chapter of your heart. So it might be cleansing something, it might be leaving something behind, You may be realizing like, I'm going through this upgrade. Like maybe I had a downgrade to upgrade, but I'm feeling that. And I want you to do something to really honor that, to honor in an embodied way, your journey, all right? Whether that's like a nice, I love a good dancing ritual under a full moon, Leo. Um, Having a fire, you're writing yourself a letter while you're proud of yourself, burning it in the fire. Leo full moon, right? Fire energy, great to work with that do some candle magic. I also love the moons, turning the lights down low, lighting some candles, fire, putting on something a little sensual, sexy. And I just want you to do some mirror work. You can say mantras, affirmations, but just dancing and holding eye contact with yourself in the mirror. Oh, such a powerful practice. Talk about like radiant self-love. And if you missed it, we did a workshop on manifesting love in a way that I'm really proud of, of like some of the tools and techniques I've used in my own life with my friends, with my clients. You can catch that replay if you're feeling like, damn, I am ready. I'm ready to call in that next level cosmic, expansive, otherworldly safe, nourishing, supportive love. Like we've got you. We'd so much fun putting it together. We're filming it tomorrow, but you know, I'm sure it's it's going to be a blast and lots of great tools in there, right? So this is really time for us to get in touch with what we love, why we love it, what we stand for. What is our authentic truth? What is our authentic heart's truth, right? We're in Leo. Moon, Aquarius, Sun, the thing that tethers this energy that's opposite, the tether between it is radical authenticity, not dimming our light, not diminishing ourselves for someone else, not like diluting us not thinking that we're too much for something or something's too weird or too crazy or too out there or that we it's too big of a dream to dream Mm-mm-mm. we're putting it all out there we're owning our authentic selves this is how we really become our, our own like sovereign selves and how we kind of become in charge of our own happiness it's a, it's a hard truth but an amazing truth it's really liberating it's like we really can't rely on anyone else to tap into that like base level of joy and happiness. Other people can add to it. Oh my goodness, can they add to it? But you know, we gotta we got to get, get it cooking. We gotta get the soup cooking. Everyone can add their ingredients, but we gotta bring the pot, the fire, we gotta get the broth going. So do that. Cultivate your own joy, your own happiness, your own liberation, and then you can help other people like help themselves do the same. So tune in, see where you have Leo in your chart. If you don't know how to read your chart, I have a little TikTok instructional video. We also have our monthly moon guide where I break down the area of your life that you're feeling this um full moon to help you understand the context of you know what you're manifesting, how you're manifesting it. And under the full moon, we just manifest through embodiment. We manifest through claiming the energy that's here now, living it and like showing like big gratitude, big trust in the universe. Okay. So this is it. We're entering this like juicy time. It's not gonna come without, you know, it's not without challenges. It's not without struggles. Like, let's be real. But it's a very magical time that we're entering in this astrology. So I want you to think about how you embody, like I said, that that energy of the co-creator of your life, of your dreams. If you haven't made time for joy, pleasure, play, in 2022, this full moon, put it on your calendar, lock it in. I want you to pencil it in, make it a priority. And I want you to like bask in your own light, bask in the warmth of your own light. So you're gonna be feeling this a lot in the Leo parts of your chart, but all my fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, you're gonna be feeling this a lot. This is a big full moon for all of you and make time to let it out. Let yourself feel what you need to feel. So you can be cleansed and clear and ready for your next chapter. So this is it. This is your year of radical healing, of cosmic love, of like out of this world creativity and a whole like revolution of joy. For you, for me, for all of us, you're so ready. If you're listening to this, then this is your time. All right. So I want you to remember under this Leo full moon, like you're sitting on a throne, right? You're keeping your head Held high, Leo rules the spine and the heart. So you're being in your heart's truth, but you're holding your head high. Like I want you to imagine that you have that invisible crown on your head as you walk through your day, as you walk through your life. And I want you to feel like joy. Joy is your birthright. And I want you to hold on to that. And I want you to claim that energy and I want you to see what happens and let me know, keep me posted every step of the way. Tag us in any of your full moon rituals at the Cosmic Rx slide my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. I'm catching up on some of them, but I love hearing from you. I love hearing your astrology isn't real moments, your full moon ahas, everything. I live for it. So until next week, just sending you lots of love and lots of stardust. Mwah.